Welcome back to LiveAnimated.com. Let's learn something new. I'm here with a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Guillermo Lao. I call him Giggy for short, so fuck it. I'm just going to call him Giggy. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, man? <laughs> Not too much. We, we, you. <laughs> let's, let's do this. So, um, Giggy has been in the industry for quite some time. What we're doing on the show is trying to be informational for people uh, looking to change their careers, people who are probably still in school, who's looking to get into the video games industry. Uh, Giggy has been working uh, as a visual effects, a VFX artist currently. So what are some of the things that you do uh, as a VizFX artist uh, at Blizzard? What are some of the things that you do day to day, your, your day to day work life? What does that look like? Um, my day to day consists of like making just a bunch of uh, explosions, laser beams, you know, anything that you can think of that is animated but not a character or um, or environment. Well, there's even some environments, clouds and stuff, but anything that's like smoke, um, fires, uh, lightning, things like that, Spe spells, magic. Where do you pull your reference from for that? Because, you know, everybody knows Blizzard has a yeah. huge catalog of games, but oh, in man. going into that position, what are some of the things that you had to do to prepare to be able to be on the same level that they're already known for? Um, there's a lot of reference uh, at work. Like, you know, there, everybody that, that works there, there's so much stuff. The game that I'm working on is World of Warcraft, so there's like a ton of, of effects that have been made over the years. Granted, you know, some of them are a lot older, um, and as time goes by, you know, like they get better and better and better, and we just recently had like a bunch of character revamp, you know, spells. And so, Pulling from those, and you know, we also we have like a ton of like, or we have. I work with six. Oh, well, me included six. We're six total, but like there are five artists in there that are are top of the line. You know, the best artists I think in the world. You know, and so uh, effects artists, and so just bugging them, you know, and just asking them stuff in every day. So those are those are some of the, where I go look. There's also a lot of portfolios online um a lot of the the korean effects artists like there's just some really cool like big effects that you can you can draw inspiration from nature everywhere so you're talking about world of warcraft which is awesome the game was huge and they're still making it uh as popular as ever now with mm -hmm. redoing everything so with the visual effects, are you going in and making the effects better? Because I think they're going to relaunch the vanilla WoW soon oh, yeah. if they haven't already done it. Yeah. Is that what you're working on in regards to the visual effects and making those be plussed for today's player? No, that's a cool thing about Classic, actually, is they, they're just they're, they're trying to make it as true to the original game as possible. So when, what you felt like when, when we played together mm -hmm. way back when is going to feel like like that at least that you know that's um what they're really trying to strive for the stuff i make is the stuff for the new for where where wow is now and um just uh just building any you know any new effects that that come in and trying to reinvent and like and plus up plus up whatever's in there that's awesome so if we go back now we're going to go way mm -hmm. back we're going to go back to i think it was uh, 2001 or uh, 1999 for you when you started. It wait, looks a minute, like you, you, wait a minute, you asked me about my day-to-day. -day. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were already finished going <laughs> about your day. About You're day not done day-to-day? Day? All right, <laughs> no. let's, let's get, please, please, like, wait a please continue on. Please continue on. What What like, is your day-to-day -day like? I thought I thought you already went through. Oh, that's all I do. I don't do anything. Do anything. <laughs> Just go ahead, go ahead. Please, please, please inform us. <laughs> my day usually starts 
Um, with anything I made the, the day before, I always try to take a little video of it, and uh, I have it ready for the morning. So I usually get in a little bit earlier than most people. So it's nicer to come in because it's quiet. You know, there's not a lot of people. But that's what I do. I get a cup of coffee, watch the video of I call it my dailies. I think that's what they call it in the movie industry. But yeah, just kind of watch it and let it play in loop while I'm drinking coffee, just chilling, looking at it, and just, just you know making notes. I actually have a big notebook. I wish I brought it so I could show it to you. But like, I actually take notes and like very meticulous and then like sketching it while I'm looking at it. And that, that's so self critiquing. So yeah, self critique in the morning all the time. Yeah. Every, Does that also dictate what your, what your current day is going to be or? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes like if Blizzard's really good about like letting artists do what they do best you know they they there's a lot of times where I'm like eh, is this done you know like uh, and I need to hurry up because it's taking a longer time and they're like make good art you know it, it that's top so I'm here like all right you know I take advantage of that and I'll I'll take the time to actually self-critique and if that takes the spell that that I'm making for that day or whatever sometimes it takes it'll take a week of just like really fine-tuning it they're cool with that. You know, it's like, we'll figure it out. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's a great place. That's awesome. Yeah. It sounds like they really give you the time to mm -hmm. polish and make sure yeah. everything is fitting for the character yeah. and for the, the project as a whole and not just get stuff in. When you're working on stuff, is the iter iterative process still the same as the other disciplines where, in you, way, like where you work on uh, a blocking phase just to get something working to work out your timing and everything? Or do you work out everything on your own kind of locally and then just check it in and get feedback from that? Uh, different people have different ways of working. Some people like the you know, ta-da, kind of like, I made something so cool. Um, me, I, I've, I'm, I like that more iterative, iterative process. I feel like it gives me more time. So I like to just add things in, you know, and then like work on it as I, as it comes on. Cause I, I do like that feedback and there's a lot of good feedback loop, you know, and to, uh, within the, the people I work with. But a lot of it has to do more with, like I was saying, I'll, I'll do a lot of personal feedback and just kind of like, just just work it, you know, and then kind of like take notes, ping my lead or ping one of the artists, like say, hey, can you look at this specific thing? You know, what do you think of this animation? What do you think of this shape language? You know, kind of stuff. How many layers go into oh, creating an effect? A lot sometimes. It's, it, it all depends on what you're doing. It can be very complex. It can be very... Uh, it can be very simple. I, I, you know, it's it's a lot nicer to make a simple effect um, or more elegant effect. You know, if you can just say say what you need to say. The way I view effects is like um, there are three things that I like to that I like to gauge my my own work with. Which is first is does it communicate? Uh, second, does it um, excite and or surprise and delight? And so, you know, I like. It's it's always nice when you see something you're like whoa what the what the hell was that you know like that's, and in a good awesome. way that's always in a, a good, good way, response because right? you're like you know? oh okay I did my yeah, job yeah, I broke exactly. down that wall for them to accept exactly. my work yeah exactly and you know it's it's the nature of effects is it should it should be the 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 sparkle the, icing, you know yeah. the icing on top of the cake so you know there's going to be a great animation but like if there's if there's something that just kind of like puts that exclamation point at the end of the 
of you know of the of the sentence it's like bam you know nice this nice. is cool yeah you know, so. did you know you always wanted to now we're going back to the beginning mm-hmm. i think i already scrolled down did you know you want to go into visual effects like no. at the beginning like 1999 was a crazy time for computer like the computer era like y2k was getting ready to happen people <laughs> thought everybody was about yeah. to explode and die yeah. and everything but um what got you into going into commercial art um, in community college at this time? Oh man, FX was not even, I didn't even know, you know, well, I definitely didn't know FX was a thing. Uh, I think at that, especially at the time, nobody knew FX was a thing unless you're in the movies. But um, I didn't even know art was a thing. You know, it was go for business or go for be a doctor or a lawyer. Was that coming from like your parents or your family telling you like, just just family, be a police officer, be a doctor, be a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Your your typical kind of like, you know, these are what you do. Cliche careers, you know, to be successful, you know, do these kind of things. So what got you into going to the community college? What, what, um, what was the passion behind that? Or was that not passion yet? Was it, were you looking for, I can't just sit at home, I need to do something? No, or what What were you thinking definitely about? Definitely no passion for that. You know, I mean, it's kind of sad to say, but like, I've always loved art, but like going, college was always kind of like we were talking about, like, this is now business time, you know, like go, go for Like you need to take it serious. Yeah, take You're it going serious. to college You're, is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you, okay. you, you need to get your life in order and, and go to school, you know? Now, so where, now, where was that coming from? Was that coming from family? Was that like a life choice, but from society? Like it, what was I think driving it, I think you to do that? I think it's society more than family. My family's always been very supportive, uh, but like it, it was definitely like kind of, I think you just kind of know it in yourself, like, this is now what I got to do, put, put the button, mm, you know, mm-hmm. put the tie on, go to work. Um, you know, and, and growing up, like I grew up in the Philippines and it's, it just, it just wasn't a thing, you know, it wasn't a thing to think about like making art. Like were people um, in the Philippines, were video games big at that time when mm-hmm. you were growing up in the Philippines at mm, all? Not really. No. I mean, we, we had some video games, you know, we, we grew up with like, uh, the family computer, the Famicom, I think, uh, in, it's the, uh, Asian, uh, Japanese Nintendo instead of uh, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. Um, so I definitely had those and it was, you know, it was fun, but it was again, like never, it was so far from even thinking. Never of thought like, of no, being a career. Not even art, not even just, I mean, maybe photography, maybe painting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, but like there was a time when I was already, um, I've been in the, in the, in the game industry for like, I don't know, so many years already, you know, and I was pretty successful, you know, uh, uh, as far as like, I'm making my own money, I'm supporting myself and everything, but I, I did go back and I'm talking to an aunt of mine and they're asking like, so what do you do? You know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I make video games. I'm, I'm, I'm an artist, you know, like I, I, I make levels and, and, uh, create worlds and, and characters and, you know, all this stuff. And she's like, Oh, that's, that's really cool. You know, that's really awesome. Very interested. And then she, (laughs) she says to me, she's like, well, you know, maybe if, if you, if you think about it, maybe you could probably do photography if you want. And I was like, what? What? You're like, I, I think I should have just <laughs> blown your mind I was, yeah. about what she, I just told you I do for a living. She, and you want me to go do but, photography? <laughs> but that's the mentality. It's yeah, like, very like, cliche. like maybe, you know, you can, if it was like, not even a thing, you know, it's like, I'm just goofing off, making playing games or something, you know? Yes. Yeah, like relatives can't not relatives. Let's just say older people at mm-hmm. that time that were older than you, they couldn't really grasp yeah. the future and grasp like, Hey, this is going to be a big thing. This is what I'm going into yeah, but, for but my career. You know what's hilarious about that story? <laughs> 
you know what she her job was she um she actually ran one of those pirated uh oh <laughs> pirated my God. St- which under makes the bus games, under the bus <laughs> why are you throwing it hey no I, you need to call her <laughs> no. that's all i would say you probably need to call her and it's be like, okay hey, it's i just okay. thought I about you does that anymore, but <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> but you know what i mean like yeah, the stuff yeah. that i make she's probably like pirating pirating and then she's telling me like maybe you can make a living out of photography she's deep deep <laughs> undercover and i'm like what are you talking about dude that's <laughs> like, funny my job helps you with your job that's hilarious <laughs> so <laughs> so with going back so with going back to the, so was this this was here in austin so where, what was school like um when you were in the philippines like were you into oh. comics were you into oh man yeah. um video streamable video games weren't even a thing no, yet no. either i mean youtube was around wasn't. i believe nope. in 2000 it was very early though. Oh, before in the Philippines, I came in. I came here like 1991. Oh, okay. So, okay. so I mean, I was a kid, like really young, young. Gotcha. Kid, uh, in the Philippines, you know, so uh, it, it it wasn't even a a career thing or even thinking right. about it. Right. 1991. All. There was yeah, nothing. Yeah. There really was out. there was nothing. Yeah. You're still talking about like Mario was still yeah, the, well, the biggest <laughs> thing you've seen in yeah. Zelda and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like just the old school, you know, definitely like just Metroid or or. I think 1991 when we came here, Sonic had just come out, you know, and that's actually a big, a big game that kind of like made me love video games, you know, playing Sonic or and then Tomb Raider, but that's a little bit later, I think. But going into uh, the community college, you weren't even really into mm. knowing you want to get into games yet, I believe, right? No. So, no, that, what was going on there, and what what was that choice that made you, other than society, when you went to community college? What were what were you doing and thinking about at that time in regards to your career and what you may want to do with the rest of your life at that point? It, it was one of those things. It's just kind of like again, you know, like my 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 stepfather was like saying, "Hey, you can go to any college you want, but the one we're paying for is community college." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, you know, fine, we'll, we'll go. yeah." I mean, and. You know, it's really cool because that's kind of instilling in you, like you got to work for whatever you, you you know, you, you, you do. But at that time, it was very much the, the same thing, like parents saying, go do this. Okay. It's kind of a chore, you know, I'll go for it. You know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to do something with my life, but it wasn't, it wasn't focused at all. You know, I think a Um, lot of people go through that when they get ready to get out of high school, they're like, I think they associate if you don't go to college things aren't yeah, going to work out for you or you're going to be looked at a certain way which in is, society. Which is funny because, like, I mean, the job that I'm in right now, like you're in, I, I don't know as much, but I, I don't, if you know what you want to do and you have the passion to do it, you can just bypass all that stuff and just go into it, you know? You can. I mean, it takes I'm, a lot of discipline to do it that it way, d- though. It does. You have to, it, it takes a strong mind, I guess, and, like, and really, like, determination, and, and it, which, you know, it doesn't necessarily go hand-in-hand with youth because, <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I would... I would say that a lot of the stuff that I learned uh, is is from just self-learning. You know, I didn't go to FX school. There's no FX nice. school. You just kind of like you buckle down and do it, you know. That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I, there was no direction as far as, you know. You were just kind of like filling the Just kind of doing Well, I think, I think a lot of people can relate well to people. that. So yeah. it's, it's important to hear the truth and hear that because yeah. a lot of people, they should still keep in mind, you know, don't give up if even if you don't know what you want to do like yeah it's important to still try and do something even if you like yourself you were you were at college Mm -hmm. and you were just kind of you were filling a seat the way it sounds but 
you still were motivated to want to do something and do more. You just didn't know what yet. I think the untold secret about college or like, you know, surely they can teach you a lot of things. But I think the main thing with college is or is it lets you find things, you know, like I I actually would never have done gotten that degree uh, if I hadn't just gone there and filled the seat, you know. Um, So. It, especially if you're not motivated and you don't know what to do, you need to kind of like just just expose yourself, um, and that's how that happened. Like uh, just just going going to school and one day like I need to take an elective. I can either take weightlifting, which I took. That's hilarious. <laughs> they they had that as like a, yeah, a, a extracurricular. Yeah, thing they or? did. And and what? you know what? It was cool. Like, Wait, was it about proper form and technique and it was teaching just, you how to lift weights, or was it just a glorified no, it, gym class? It, it was just a gym class. Like oh, you, wow. you just go, but. I did get stronger, you know, and I've I always been like a smaller, scrawny kind of kid, you know. So, you know, I, I'm I'm like I'm gonna sign up for this gym cl- for this workout weightlifting class because I need an elective, and and like, you know, I got made fun of a little bit, you know, but the guy, the the co- the teacher's like, all right, you know, he can't put his arms down, and he's just like lift that, and we're gonna start out the first day. I remember we were like. We're gonna find your max, <laughs> you that's know, hilarious. and it was. I guess that's what you do is you find your absolute like max at the time. You can write it down, but I I had never been so sore in my life. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. It was like painful, like you know. But I actually, it was such a cool class. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I actually felt stronger, you know. So that's funny. Um, towards you know towards the end. Did you get an A? Did you at least pass the class? I I, I think I did. Okay, great. I mean, that's it, awesome. That's know, awesome. We had to like push buses at the end for the exam. That's I'm just hilarious. kidding. No, we didn't. <laughs> so you went to, so you eventually did go to art school. So yeah. what what happened with that transition of going to community college, getting oh, all it, the GEs it, out the way, and then yeah. going into art school? So, Something clicked. So that was the thing. Like, uh, the other elective was like, okay, um, there's an animation class. And it was 2D animation, like, you know, just actually flipping with your hands. And I was like, I, I think I want to take that. And then I started realizing, like, oh, wow, there's, like, a 3D animation class, you know. So, and and the prerequisite for that was I had to take the 2D animation, for you know, for some reason. But, like... I want to try that, but let's get to it, you know? So I took that class and then I ended up really liking it and taking it again. And while taking that class, I met, I met other students who were like, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're taking the... Now did you, wait, did you already have a drawing background? Yeah. I beforehand? Mean, or did well, you just doodle at home and, do, you know, you're just known for like, oh, he did this little yeah, sketch yeah. and stuff I'm like that. I'm the guy that just like, you know, just I'll draw Batman or whatever, uh, okay. you know, robots and stuff like that. And, and I was fairly good at it. Like, you know, I, all through... Um, high school was like art club, you know, and, and just doing that all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I always loved drawing. I think in high school, I, I actually was like, I want to make a comic book. So I, I like learned how to, and it's, you know, it's like 13 year old, 15 year old kind of stuff. Like just all the muscles and the spikes and stuff. But like, yeah, I was like, how do they do it? They get these blue line pros, you know, these big seven. 11 by 17 things and like you serious copy it and you can hand paint it. And so you start like learning how to ink and do all this other stuff, you know? So art's always been kind of there, but again, if you wanted to be a comic book artist, which at the time is like, really, you know, you, you're not going to make any money and in the Philippines, uh, or even actually when, even in Texas, I was trying to do that, but that's, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it, it, it's always been in my life. Uh, art has, and hmm, yeah. So I, with the but when you went to Art Institute of uh, Phoenix, I believe, 
is where mm-hmm. you went. What was some of the things that you did there for, uh, it says bachelors of video game art and design. I went to art institute school as well, mm-hmm. but they didn't have a bachelor's program when I went. Oh, I you went, did? I, thought, I went in 98. Was it? Was it? Art Institute of Pittsburgh. Was it an associ- just an associate's? Or? It was an associate's, yeah. Oh. That's what I had when I went to school. That's yeah. all they had. I, I think uh, the PA school was one of the first schools that they had before they started branching out making all the I other think you schools. were you were ahead of me actually yeah, yeah you were definitely ahead of me because yeah. you're in the industry much much earlier mm-hmm. I um, went there like right out of high school I didn't have a summer vacation or anything like that yeah that, so it's different it sounds like you, you just work worker <laughs> I am a workaholic I, I'm, but see I can acknowledge that so if I'm not in denial no, no. that means I'm okay it means I'm saying no about that, it. that that's just that's you no, that's you're, me you're happiest when you're when you're busy um, <laughs> you know, that's good at this point <laughs> <laughs> this, hey you're speaking the truth man it's very true yeah, I, I, I do love I do love working I don't know it's it's in my blood I don't know what the hell's going on I, I've known um, him forever and he's always like yeah. Yeah, I got two jobs I got some <laughs> anyways um at this at this point though uh you it says you have your bachelor's you got your bachelor's in video game art and design like what was your motivation for going back to school? A lot of people find it hard to go back to school, oh, especially after graduating, even with an associate's, because you know there's a time investment there. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you know you got to do a lot of reading, you got to take tests, you got to do all these things that people kind of dread doing. What drove you to going back to school? Oh man, um, it, so with with Austin Community College, kind of like go back a little bit because it does fill in into this, um, and the reason why I chose it was. Uh, I got a degree for commercial art, uh, which is, at the time, it's like web design or making magazine pages or uh, or logos, things like that. You know, any kind of print print media. I went ahead and got like a. I, I was working at REI at the time, and um, you know, not really doing anything. Just it, it, it's. It, just letting kinda, time pass just by. letting you know I, I did like you know I, I like in, at the outdoors and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it was something that was cool but it was definitely like not where I should have been you, you know mm-hmm. I mean um but yeah so at REI I had uh, I, I one of the people I worked with actually was interning at a uh an ad agency at the time and it was called Sakola Martin hmm. they're like the second biggest or something like that you know I can't remember but um and she was like hey you know you you're you graduated with a, a degree in art you know why don't you try to try to do this you know try to do a, an internship they're opening up and i was like sure let me try it you know and, and i got it so you got the um, you got the internship where she worked as well yeah okay, yeah where cool. she worked she had done it like um it's usually there's like uh i don't know the the length of, of time but like she had done the the you know whatever like the, internship the, the internship course okay. you know and so uh uh, she had done it. And she said it was great. You should give it a go. And, and I was like, yeah, sure. That's that's fine. And, and my mom at the time was like, you got to do something else. You know, you can't be working at a bike shop forever. You know, and uh, she's right. You know? <laughs> did, the, mom, guys. did the girl who uh, <laughs> yeah, moms know what mom know what's yeah, up? It did, might uh, hurt, but, you know, <laughs> <it's just laughs> at the time when the girl told you about the internship, did she continue working in there? Because she was you met her at the shop. At R- yeah. At at REI. REI. Yeah. So was she still working for them or did she, she do the internship and then she just kind of stopped and did she, something? else? Yeah, she stopped and she she kind of like came. She was continuing to work at. at ah, so she okay. kind of worked both things okay, okay. where. um 
and I, I don't know if she was going to school at the time also right. or But that's what. cool she still hooked you up with saying like, hey, yeah, you should yeah, try this out. Yeah, that's it was awesome. very, very cool. Like it's one of those things like I think somebody's kind of like watching after you kind of being like, hey. You know, when you think about it, you work in REI, it was like that was the moment. Exactly. Like you had to be mm-hmm. there at that right yeah, time for her did. to inspire yeah. you to do yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. it all works out, man. Yeah, all those, exactly. All experiences. And so, yeah, when, when did that? And uh, it was a blast, you know, like you got to learn. It felt, it was... It was very you ever you ever watch Mad Men? Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. Who hasn't watched Mad Men? There, it was like the biggest show. So it's it, I mean, of course minus like the super duper sexism and like, you know. Well, I think that was how <laughs> it was back then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very much so. But in the workforce. At, at the at the at the ad agency, you know, mm-hmm. it was very much that kind of like you had that that feeling of of creativity and just, you know, it, and things are happening and you're you've got these big clients and you know, it's actually it was very exciting, you know. Um uh, and and everybody was really cool, but you had the writers, you know, and the 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 art directors and all that stuff, and and uh, it it was very very cool. Like there was a definite like energy to to that kind of lifestyle, but uh, but I, I realized that print was not for me because it just why, why wasn't it not for you? What was it about print? Was it the, the long hours? Was it no, I'm, I'm okay the work changed <laughs> too frequently or maybe the work stayed the same I, because you have certain clients? Like what was it that made it where you knew this wasn't? I think you? it has to do more with the you know, I it just wasn't for me as far as like having to go to like printers and like go and see and see you know, you have to have the exact if you want Coca-Cola red, you know, it has to be like perfectly Coca-Cola red and you have to make sure it, there's so many things that are kind of like in that way that, that can be cool also, you know, like, cause it, it's kind of neat. You're like going out and meeting the printers and you're actually making all these things or, or and, you know, working with logos and going iterations and all this stuff. But, um, th- at the time, not, uh, it, it just wasn't speaking to me. I was just like, no, this is, this is not quite right. You know? So I had the opportunity to actually move on to like doing more stuff with them because uh, uh, if you can if you if you do well enough they'll invite you over and you can either I don't know what they'd had for have for me but you can also be like the head of the interns uh, mm-hmm. and kind of like help so it out. sounds like it's a definite work your way up the yeah. ladder I type mean, of it's, thing. It's, even it's starting at the internship yeah, yeah. you, you kind of like you know, you start out, it's almost like you start out at the mail room and then, you know, you right, right. end up being, end up being the CEO. Yeah, exactly. You know. Or something like that. Yeah. So that was kind of the thing. And it just wasn't, just wasn't working for me. I, I so I, I said, thank you, you know, um, and then kind of just left. So it. you finished with the internship yeah. and then after the internship, did you go right into the internship was after the art school bachelors or in between or where it was, was after Okay, so uh, in two thousand four, yeah, afterwards yeah. you did the internship. Yeah, I had it went. It, I went to got my bachelor or my associates, mm-hmm. uh, and then I went into just kind of like once I graduated, it was kind of like dead in the water. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. even though I I had this excitement and momentum, so the jobs like, just yeah, weren't just kinda there like, at the time. Yeah, it just kind of it just kind of fizzled. Um, so, and so yeah, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no. It, it it just wasn't wasn't there. Okay, you know, so. There's not much more to tell with that. I just kind of was like, yeah. And I think because I, I deep down inside, it really wasn't clicking. With what me. made you continue on? What made you still uh, b- stay motivated? What kept you motivated, even though you were like, oh, I graduated, but I wasn't able to get a job right away? What made you? <laughs> Yeah. Not go back to REI essentially. My mom right? <laughs> again. Yeah. Again, I think you know it. it it was there was definitely a plan or like plan is a is a very strong word as far as like 
you know, being what I had, you know, it's not like I was a mastermind and like, here's all, but I definitely wanted to go into something art related. And now it was something that like, Oh, it's a possibility. But, you know, kind of after that experience and like realizing that it's almost like a reset, you know, and you're, later on, you're going to notice through my, my portfolio or my, uh, resume. It's, it's like a theme, a recurring theme, the reset, you know, and like restart over. So, you know, which can feel very, very, I guess, uh, what, what's the word? Like where you're just deflating or you're just kind of like, oh, anyways. Yeah, I'm not it can, sure. It, oh. can, it can feel very demotivating, I guess, is, is oh, another so, word. So you're you know, saying like, you're like, I got to start over again. Hitting, but, it, but it seems like there's a lot of freedom in that and in, in starting over because yeah, there's a lot you of get to a like point a, yeah. where you're like, oh, I've learned this. Maybe I'm not getting the joy I want out of it. Yeah. Let me start over. And that, that takes a lot of courage to do that. A lot of people it, would not do that. It does. And it, it takes it takes a strong mind because there's it's so easy to just be like, to look at the negative part of it and just be like. And then give up. Oh, my God. Know? Yeah, yeah. This is, what what am I doing? You know, let me just, you know, do anything else or, or just fall into something rather than be like, let's restart. Let's let's try something again. You know, so it's it's both. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, I didn't feel that at all. You know, there's definitely probably the the lull while I'm working at you know not an art thing or not going to school or doing anything to progress myself um, is probably there's probably a lot of that in there uh, you know just kind of like ah, gotta start start over again mm-hmm. you know but um, life has a way of, of <laughs> making you do it and that's sometimes your mom <laughs> I think it says a lot for you to be able to recognize that yeah. within yourself and then making that choice to start over yeah. not knowing what could happen and then just moving forward but lo and behold yeah yeah <laughs> you started your career at vicarious visions mm-hmm. um six years and two months you went full steam ahead a lot of people don't usually put in that type mm-hmm. of time into their first position yeah. but you were there for six years and that's where we actually met each other um yeah, yeah. which was awesome long nights working <laughs> staying up late yeah. in the snow almost <laughs> dying getting to work getting into car accidents yeah, and oh stuff sliding all over the place in oh, Albany. There were so many times where there's oh, that one, I don't know if you know, but there was that one hill where in the back, I don't know. It, it's like I, I had like a, uh, you're talking about the old office, right? The old office, yeah, yeah. like the first, you know, the one that was in the, in the tech park. But mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I remember having to, knowing that there's an uphill, I would have to like actually get my, I had an, a, a pickup truck that was rear wheel drive, which is the worst car to have in snow. But like, I would have to like before drifting was a thing. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> all right, I gotta make sure I'm going fast enough. Cut, you know, like cut it around and get that thing to go sliding up the <laughs> that's up hilarious. the hill. You know, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, you did have the white pickup. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. But you were there when everybody needed you. Hey, Kiki, I need to be. I need to be. Yeah, that's that's part of owning a pickup. <laughs> so, you, did you know that? By the way, I, I know we're gonna get into five no, years. No, years. I left. I left the pickup there for like six years after are you after did I'm wait <laughs> you left it there you didn't like salvage it or go get it turned in because no, i remember I, you said you were getting a new car yeah and you were getting ready to pick up because you're like you don't need it anymore i actually kind of like I, I signed it over to to a friend of mine oh, you know, okay so you signed the title over but you know he he really was just kind of like are you telling me your pickup is abandoned somewhere in if, new york i think if you look at google google maps you might still see oh my pickup my just God. sitting in the parking lot of uh my that's bad, that's bad. <laughs> anyways no, but I T-M-I. think uh, <laughs> you hope you don't get no, enough no, tickets no. in the mail, man. No, no, no. They, they they got they got rid of it. They That's they called funny. me like I think several years later and were like, 
hey, uh, you want your you want your pickup? <laughs> I was like, we're thinking about donating. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go donate it. But there's a Bob Marley CD in the thing if you want it. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. So vicarious visions. Like, what were you what were you doing there? So you figured out you want to go into the industry. You started there. It looks like you're doing like environment modeling, texturing, mm-hmm. lighting, optimization. But you also touched on like character work, prop modeling, and UI creation. Yeah. So, um, how are you able to be so versatile with doing all of that, or was a lot of that learned on the on the job? Oh man, everything everything I learned has been like baptism by fire. You're just like, this is Sparta, and kick you in. You're like, go for it. You know, yeah. like we don't know who's gonna do this. You can do it, you know? So so all of that was just like, okay. I mean, I learned stuff from school, obviously, you know, because they wouldn't have hired me. <laughs> but there's so many things that's just like, you know, um, you think, okay, I'm just building an environment. But then it turns out like, oh, there are all kinds of limitations and like things that, you know, things that you, you need to figure out as far as, um, how to make this thing look more, you know, be an artist, how to make this thing look more engaging. And, and a lot of it sometimes isn't just, it's not just making art, you know, or like there's a technical side to it. Um, one of the coolest things, like I, I still remember it, like we were working with this, uh, this might be a little low level techie, but like there's this thing uh, in our game where they're called uh, PVS boxes or something like that. But when the camera flies into this, um, invisible like box, geo box. It will clip in and clip out geometry. Uh, and so, is that what's used for like optimization? It's used for optimization. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? There could be a way to use this differently. And so, r- so somehow I was like, let me ex- experiment with this. And I made this thing where I made a building, and then I made the front of the building. But I chopped the front of the building so that it fit within that box. And so when the, when Spidey looked like he was going to swing into the building, once the camera cut in, it turned off the whole wall, and you're like, "Whoa, you're inside!" Oh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. so it it was like not something that was intended to be used for you know for for making art, but it was a way to kind of like fold that in. You know? That's so awesome, like a happy accident. Yeah, but it actually helped guide what you could do now. Oh yeah, with yeah, creating it, that product. It, it was definitely like. You know, oh, I think I can I can figure this out. I think this might work. You know, and of course, getting at the time when he's swinging or, or you know you're climbing. That's in awesome. And it's like, and and it's it's kind of like wow. It's yet another thing to make you see something and, and pull you into the game, immerse you into the game. Which, you know, um, also jumping ahead, like effects is very much like that. You're always kind of like, how can I, how can I jimmy this into like something cool? You know, so, uh, yeah, tinkering with this that, that kind of stuff. I, so much fun. That's pretty awesome. So when you were working on a lot of the stuff here for being here that long, what was your, I know it's, this is probably asking a lot, but what was your typical day like? Did you work on every single thing that you have listed here, like day to day, or was it just project to project? Like on one project, you might do environment. Another project, you might do some character stuff. Or were you doing all four of these types of things you have listed here all the time like at, splitting up the day like two hours here two hours here two hours here at that time it was definitely more of a like a, a layered kind of thing you, you make the geo um you know build the the buildings or whatever and then get to see if like it feels right and then texture it you know and, and then um 
and then you light it. So it's very staged, you know, like like this, then this, then this, then mm. this. There, sometimes you're like, okay, maybe I'll, I know I'll need a brick texture or something, so you you can paint that alongside. But it's usually very um, assembly line. That might be such a bad sounding kind of thing, but you know. Let's think about like some retrospect now. Mm. So, in knowing where you know you started with school, and there may be people in the same boat that you were in, same mm-hmm. mindset and everything. And then getting your first job, you're going from what, 1999 to 2004. What are some mm-hmm. of the things that you think would have been beneficial if you were able to see someone like yourself, like being interviewed right now and being able to tell that student like, hey, you know, these are some good things mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. think about and to do while you're you in You mean like to school. get a job or like, or to- To get to, a, to to get a job to or a better, to- Like a good uh, portfolio or well to well to get into the industry so Uh, oh okay the way it looks like you got to industry you were much a jack of all trades yeah uh but if someone was looking at this right now and they may be in the same position you're in in school and going like i don't know what i want to do but i i think i want to do something in games what would be something you could think about that i wouldn't say you would change about yourself because you know if you weren't (laughs) at rei at the time Oh, man. You may not have ever gone down this path if that girl never motivated you. Yeah. So what are true. what are some of the things that you want to say to other people? Oh, there's 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 a, several things I can say. But one thing not to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learn from me, kitties. Uh, <laughs> there was again my mom saying, "Hey, there's there's this thing. I think we saw it in a newspaper. There was an ad for a, I think I can't even remember the but." in video games it was iguana games back in austin and they were like they were hiring and i remember being like oh my god in my mind i was like i'm gonna get this job and i'm gonna give them all my art remind remember that like the art that i had made before then um sure i had done some like i think i was starting to go in the community college but like this was before so i was like you know what? Let me let me send them my stuff, and it was uh, it was all these comic book things that I was talking about, you know, and just like wait, how old were you when you did this? What what oh, did you mail to to people? So I was like, uh, it was <laughs> I didn't mail anything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I don't do this. Oh, <laughs> this God. is the right. don't please, do. Please continue on. Please continue. On. <laughs> I got I got all my like loose drawings, stuffed them into a Kinko's bag, <laughs> drove to the to Iguana, walked in and said, hi, I heard you had an opening and dropped the Kinko's bag off like up at the receptionist's desk. <laughs> oh like, my God. Wait, how old are you? I can't remember. I think oh I was- Oh my God. Uh, it was super- You were like, old enough to drive. I, I'm trying to think if like I drove or, I think I was old enough to drive, yeah. All right, yeah, so, yeah. That, so that means you were like what? So 16 or something, I, right? Somewhere there. But it was so like, yeah, you know, I, I can totally, it wasn't cocky, but it was like, it was just like you knew better, dreaming. Man. You knew better. Yeah, I should have <laughs> known better. <laughs> hey, I, I hear y'all got a job. Yeah. Uh, Here, boonk, here's a here's paper my bag. You know, yeah, like. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. okay, so so I dropped it off at the reception. Yeah, but what happened? And we, I think we all need to know what happened when you dropped off that stuff. I waited. Like I was so excited, like thinking, like, oh man, I'm, I can't wait for this call. You know, this call is gonna come. You know, anytime. Or wait, wait, wait. 
you didn't talk to anybody there in that moment. You just no, I just talked to the, to the receptionist, receptionist and then and just said, left. And I, I, I told her I was like, hey, I heard you had a job. I have some stuff to drop, you know, to drop off. And like, and it's like, oh, okay, cool, just leave it on my desk. And it's like, okay, cool, thank you. You know, and and, and like, you know, you're you're new. You're like thinking about like all these things, and you're like all the possibilities. Oh, it would be so cool to work. I think they were making Torak or something. I don't know. Maybe I can not. only imagine I can't them opening that bag up and spilling out all those straight papers <laughs> and. Like what the hell is it? Did you even put a resume in there? No, I, oh, I think God. I put. I think I put like a calling card or like you know. So, I didn't have a resume. I was. I wasn't even like. That's hilarious. So, so anyways, you know, two weeks go by. I'm like, I guess there's no call. I mean, why? Why? At least they call me. Of course they wouldn't call you. You know. I mean, uh, so I drove back, and when I got back there. The thing was still in the same spot. Wait, I you drove it. back. You went back to I the studio. I went back because I wanted to get my 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 samples. You yeah. want to go back and get your work back? Yeah. So you didn't make copies of your work. You just put no, your. No, I gave in. like the the oh my originals. God. All right, know? all right. And so <laughs> so you went back, and they never even opened it. No, it was in the same spot. They and probably, and, and they and probably thought it was like a bomb or something, or, man. Or it, something well, it bad. Was in, it's in like one of those brown kinkos bags, you know, when you make prints and you just put it in there. It's it's <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> That's funny. Think about it. You're like yeah. 16, you know, whatever. But don't do that, you know. Um, so <laughs> it was kind of disheartening, you know, you to see your stuff just there. And you know they didn't look at it. And you're just like, you know, in hindsight, I, I was sad about it. But, like, in hindsight, I'm like, of course, why would they look at it? There's, you didn't put any effort into actually, like, making a presentation, you know, or like you can't just give somebody a, a brown paper bag and be like, check out my my stuff, you know, you know, it's cool, <laughs> you know, it's it's that's cool. That's it's cool. That's work. a good uh, message to leave with people. So yeah, I mean, definitely like present your work as best you can. Presentation goes a long way, you know. It's um, it's one of those things. It shows care. It shows that you care about your work and you respect your work to be able to be like. Hey, I have something to show you. So that's you awesome. Know. Cool. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, after Vicarious Visions, mm -hmm. you continued on and you went to Grip Tonight Games. Uh, you were there for a year and six months. So you went from New York mm. to mm -hmm. Seattle. How yes. was that? What it looks like you were doing the same thing. Was this a move laterally, or was this kind of like just a move somewhere else because of whatever reason, or what happened there? It was, uh, you know, it was a. Uh, it was a lateral move, definitely. Like uh, the stuff that I was doing at Vicarious, uh, it was more like lead. Uh, it was lead environment stuff and and, and more environment art. Oh, uh, like towards the end, yeah, closer yeah, like to the six the, year mark. Yeah, to, towards okay. the end, definitely. Um, by that time, I had um, I I was actually like working with a few other environment artists, and so we were, you know, I actually was. They weren't necessarily reporting to me, but I was looking at their work and giving them critique and feedback and actually kind of like passing up, passing the information upwards. Um, so I mean, I think it, I think it was actually, it is lead environment artist was the title that I was at, you know, on the, on the thing. Oh, for Kryptonite Games? For, for Vicarious Visions. And then when I moved as a, I was supposed to be, uh, I think a, environment artist or art i think it was just artist two or something mm -hmm. like that because it mm -hmm. wasn't yeah a lot of people yet. were doing like the levels of yeah yeah so two, three for you know environment but with the expectation that i do you know do something similar in those under those lines and so um moved in worked a little bit and it was 
it was weird. It was kind of like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm doing stuff, but I'm not quite, I'm doing like, I'm building environments, but I know I can do better. You know, it, it was, it felt like a step down initially, but the expectations were higher. I, I felt almost as if I was put into a position that didn't allow me to do what I do best, but it was expected. I, I don't think I'm, am I explaining that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some, sometimes that happens, you know, like, and that's kind of tough. I think the lesson there is to actually, if you can uh, realize and recognize that that's what's happening, you know, it's actually really good to go up and say, hey, I don't think I'm being utilized in, in the best way possible. Um, and my and for me, the reason was, uh, I think the, I was coming in at the, at the same level as my lead. And I think there, you know, there, there might've been a little bit of, uh, um, just rivalry or kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, you're coming in and maybe you're going to take my job, which I have, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never had that kind of instinct to be like, I'm going to take your job, you know, or do it. Right. Right. Like a lot that. of people do yeah. get a little, they get a little, yeah, that, a little yeah. bit weird. And so they're kind of like, you know, they get a little defensive. And so you kind of get blocked off and it's, it doesn't help that like moving over, uh, we switched programs from, I, I was, um, Vicarious Visions was a Studio Max. Yeah, they were studio. a 3D Studio Max house, and then we which was into, rare. Yeah, which is rare. And which is funny because uh, Blizzard, we use Studio Max again. Mm. So we use both uh, characters use, but um, we use Studio Max and it's like, it, it, it was, I had mixed feelings because I was like, it's kind of like coming back home, but also like I've grown to love Maya. So, you know, That's awesome. I use them both all yeah. the time. That's pretty cool. So, um, what what do you like about the that program? Are you basically doing everything in Maya versus Max at that time? At that time, yeah, yeah. So, like Maya was brand new to you. Yeah, completely. Was it new, new to the whole team? Were you, was no, everybody going through the no, growing no, no. pains of that? No, everybody was already like experts at Maya. Oh, okay, you know? So I'm coming in, and that's why another reason why it was it was kind of an uphill battle mm-hmm. to kind of like you know say that hey, I can do more, but I can't. I, it's hard to say that when you can barely just, you know, get moving on like building stuff, you know, the bare right. minimum. So, you know, it was kind of, kind of a rocky start, I yeah. think, but it happens. I mean, especially yeah. when programs change like that, everybody yeah. goes through something like that. Yeah. But you went to glue mobile next. Yeah. Um, you were there for three years and nine months, which is pretty good. Uh, a lot of people, <laughs> what you see currently is a lot of people like, I was here for six months. I was here for eight months. I was here for three months, you know? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. It shows that you do stay at studios long enough for the teams to recognize, like, hey, this guy's going to be here. Through yeah. Thin. So that's that's good. But what, let's see, you started off here and you went from artist to art manager, lead artist, which was something that you were doing at the tail end of VV, being more of, of a lead, a lead, lead artist. So you're going yeah. back to what you were doing before. Yeah. Um, so two years and eight months, you it looks like you changed uh, direction a lot, and you went more into the management. Yeah, again, side of things. again, I had always, I had always wanted to become like a lead artist, and that. Is, what was driving you to that? Was it power? So was not, it just wanted just to be being in charge? Naive, actually, it's, oh, okay. it's it's more like not not power, like you know, because I can tell people what to do, not not like that. It was more like I can affect more of the art. I, you know, the idea of like I think being again very naive of I'm thinking like what it is what that job is so you think lead artist that means I'm the top artist that means like I get to like set art direction you know and things like that when you know so you strive for that but it ends up 
it's more of a it's kind of a blend. There's a lot of managing going on with that where you're like managing schedules and and uh, giving critiques and things like that. Where managing you're not the project managing the project from it, it depends. Different studios have very different kind of like structures, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it can go into that. And it, it with glue, it, it did, you know, like there's um, there was a lot of like going into managing the project. So. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's kind of like a transition in, in, into that. Um, you know, as you're go- being lead, you, you kind of like start gaining more. You, you kind of gain that momentum. You almost have to make a decision where you're like, I want to do art or I want to lead. So when it comes to like the art manager, um, what all did you do? Did you did you do the hiring? What is what does the art manager do oh, versus so the art lead? Like what makes those jobs? Because I've seen those people. Yeah. I've seen different people take mm-hmm. on the different roles. So there's a, a person in each role at a studio. What makes you doing both of those roles? What was it about that position at the time where you were filling in both of those seats? Oh, what's different about both of those positions? It, so yeah, like I was mentioning, like you can either choose to be an artist and go the way I view it, anyways, uh, and I, I think I've always viewed it this way since I've gotten you know more educated. It's like um, you can go choose the art road and then go into like being a senior artist and then like a principal artist, where that's more like the creative, like setting direction things like that. I, I, I don't know uh, if that's standardized for all studios. I don't think it is, but I think it's kind of generally accepted that way. And then there's like lead. And I feel like the management, the manager side is almost like it kind of is a branch off of that, but it might also be, it, it's it's very similar. Uh, a manager can, it, it kind of like, an art lead still is involved in the project and, and still is kind of setting the tasks. You're for still the in project. the creative you're side still in the, things. Still in the creative side, but you're also still kind of making that project move where a manager is more people-based. Uh, you can... You can manage people on multiple um, projects. Like the people I managed were not necessarily on the same uh, project as. Ah, so you're managing like in within the studio. You're managing artists as a art, not artists, artists as a whole. You're managing artists as a whole. Yeah, that's cool. So, so yeah, you're just you basically become their voice, and uh, you know, you, you become like a safe place for them to to actually let you know stuff problems they might be having or things they do like or things they wish they could have and then you have you know as a manager do have that ability to go up and bring it up and you know uh make things happen uh there there it it's it's really a people kind of thing a people person type job yeah it's really like it's more listening and really just being I've had so many man. I've had some managers, not so many, but some managers that I'm like, you know, you you really just feel like a, a, a all right, we have our a meeting. What do you have to say? Okay, hours up or thirty minutes up. Cool, see ya. Like they don't really then, care. Yeah, they don't. They're not about catering to you as a person. Yeah, they're just trying yeah. to be like, I, I need to talk to you for a one on one. What is? Do you have anything you want to talk about? No. Okay. You're doing great work. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's, it's like, so, you know, I mean, yeah. thank goodness I don't have these problems these days. You know, right. like it's, it's, uh, it's wonderful, you know, like the, the experiences I've had progressing, you know, but, um, I've had, you know, there are a couple of gems that, that you, you gotta be aware of, you know, and it, yeah. it, it sucks, but 
having some of those experiences lets you know, like, I don't want to be treated like that. I don't want to treat anybody like that. So, yeah. So that's, that's that's where you. So, so from going from art management to lead artist, um, it looks like you went back to being a senior concept artist and just the concept altogether. You went from (laughs) managing people and making sure that they're doing well. Mm -hmm. And so the projects can be successful and uh, being a lead artist who is helping guide the vision or maintain the vision that your director mm-hmm. is telling you to go back to doing concept work. So what what was the shift there? Um, why did you want to go back into concept work? Were, were you missing something? It was it was art missing missing art. You know okay. when you start doing you know it's it's rewarding in a different way uh, being a manager. But it and, and yeah, it's definitely like a different kind of excitement and rewarding and learning but I think at the core of it like I missed art so I was kind of like let's kind of steer back into this and a lot of times you know it feels like as if it's a step down or you know in in some ways where you're like okay you were a lead artist and you know you started doing it you started managing people you know naturally you know if if I were to say that to family members you know it's it sounds like you're just kind of you're, you're, you're regressing your career when it's actually, it, it's almost like I was saying with the split, there's like different parallel. Um, it, it's going more the artistic route. Right. You know? Uh, I think they can live together at some point, you know, they can, you, they can mingle or you can switch tracks, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely a missing of like actually creating stuff and wanting to hone that that skill. When you were doing this, did you how far back with the concept did you have to go? Was it all on pen to paper? Was it uh, in Photoshop? A lot like of Photoshop. How, a lot of Photoshop. A lot of Photoshop. Okay. But like you know, doing pen and paper stuff is is so like beneficial to you to to actually just sit. It's faster. Um, you get ideas down. And and for me, the way I I might I don't know if I'm I'm unique in this. I don't think I am, but my view of concept art, there's a difference between concept artists and illustrators. And a lot of times those two, um, get, they get mixed up because mm-hmm. these days, especially like everybody's so good, like concept artists can be illustrators and, and vice versa. But for me, a concept artist is somebody who communicates an idea. Uh, and it doesn't have to be like fully polished, fully rendered, you know, armors, like, you know, it's, you know, it's got the reflection of the of the guy coming at them you know it, it's not that it's more like all right this is how this thing works or this is how we're going to build this or here's something new a new idea it sounds like it's more organic it's more be. yeah it's it's more it's more um it's more like the 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 vision or the the communication behind it rather than like this is the pretty picture now that pretty picture for like an illustrator is also really good because you can set the tone for like whatever you're making the rest of the art the rest of the the art so they're both they're they're different but they're you know they can be very similar you know so i i view it more as as that and that's that's i would say i'm more in that kind of camp where it's just like i have a lot of ideas and or if you need me to help you like figure out these ideas and and if you need to throw out a lot of ideas because that's part of being a concept artist you're mm-hmm. just you 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 put stuff down and either you know either it works well or it doesn't or the people looking at it don't think that you know you're helping people to 
to solidify their thoughts. Since you've you've since you touched on doing like concept art at a high level like this, mm. what are some of the things that uh, people should keep in mind if this is what they're trying to do for your career? Like you're saying, you know, you kind of hit the reboot button a few times. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see um, how your career has these turns in it. What are some of the things that you would say to someone um, who's looking to just be a senior concept artist that would be beneficial? Because it looks like you were doing like uh, storyboarding and art direction, weapon design. Yeah. Again, you're doing a gambit of things. Yeah. So what would what is what is the main thing you need to know to be a successful to be senior concept artist? Always, always be curious. Like you know, like and push things, and always know that. I think one of the main things is being able to take feedback also, you know, not everything you make is great and not everything you make is right for what is being made, you know? So you have to, I think you have to just realize that the thing that you're doing, especially as a concept artist, isn't you. It's not a reflection necessarily of you. It's, it's the idea or the thing that you're trying to make. So once you can keep that in mind, it, you're, you're, I think you, you lose some writer's block. You know, there's definitely like artist block, writer's block. Um, and also you, you, you can just jam through a bunch of drawings, you know, or a, bunch of, a bunch of concepts, ideas really quick. And somebody's like, oh, I don't like that because the eyes look googly or whatever. You're like, yeah, cool, okay. Would you like it like this? Would you prefer it like this? And you just keep cranking them out, you know? So always being open and know that it's never, it's never like a reflection on you as, as an artist. It's really just like you're just trying to flesh out an idea. So. Do concept artists still go through the same things like other disciplines where you may have like something like a dailies or something where you have to show your artwork to yeah. more than just one person yeah. who is your boss? Like A lot. And you get a lot of feedback at one time. Yeah. Like how, does, how does that work? Do you take the feedback but then go back with your boss and go like, well, what are we going to focus on? Or is it up to you to – make these changes and show them something it, like how is that structured different processes you know also and in different ways to handle it but there's like um art is very powerful and it's dangerous in that people get excited when they see something interesting you know or they, they you know they get they can just really hate it but it it's you you definitely go through um let me think this through for let's say one project that I, that I was working on, which is, um, we call it, it's uh, D- Defenders and Dragons. It was uh, basically a mobile game, uh, and it was a remake of another game we had made, which is um, Samurai vs. Zombies. And so we were on this project, and they wanted to, they, this is at Glue, um, they wanted to make a game that they could turn around really quick, uh, I think four months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's not unheard of. I mean, yeah. when we were working at VV, we were like four, six, and eight months to do those yeah. projects. But with four people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So you must be a master of the trade. So <laughs> you, there there are definitely things that, uh, the reason I bring this up, it does have a lot to do with the concept art and how we handled it. Um, there, there, you know, it's important to get feedback, and especially with people who, you know, who are actually writing your checks and stuff like that. But um, it had to be quick, you know, and and you can't just noodle on something forever. So what, what's a good process for doing that? Um, so I, 
I ended up coming up with this like system where I, I got the buy-in from uh, from the you know the producers, the executive producer, you know every everybody that that had any stake in it, and I would just make a sheet of of characters. Just I think there would be like twenty characters of the same guy, different different versions. And I'd say, okay, guys, this is how we're going to handle this. I'm going to make you guys as many as I can in one day. So one day I'll do all these, maybe 20, sometimes 40, you know, just a lot. And then I'll put it at the end of the day at 4 o'clock, I'm going to put it on this desk. You guys can come by. You know, they have a meeting invite to come by, look at it, and they can circle whichever parts they want to their heart's content. They say this, make a note, you know, whatever. That's cool. But, and I said, and I promise you that I will take all your, you know, the, the highest, you know, voted things into account. And if, you know, if you want to veto it, that's fine. But at the end of the day, know that I'm doing this to try and like get the best, you know, the, the, what what you guys want this is by the way not the best way to do it but because we had four months it's kind of like the only way we could have done it um it seems like you get fast feedback and you can yeah, be able to it, iterate without I, getting into a meeting and yes, talking about things yes. and then that meeting and, lasts half the day and designed by committee is usually not the best yeah, way to not. go too many to cooks get, in the kitchen exactly and you get kind of like a medium medium kind of like you know not not so hot but uh the 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 extra note that i told them was like know that I'm doing this for you guys, but like at the end of the day, I'm going to put whatever elements you guys think are the best, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and make it work. And if it's not kind of working, I'm going to change it a little bit, you know, but I had to respect them. They had to know that, you know, that, that I was actually respecting their opinion. So I would do that. They would do that. They would come by and, you know, our designer, you know, would, everybody would kind of like say something. I'd take the, the sheet and then I'd sit down at, I don't know, five o'clock, the one hour that it's there take the notes, look at it and show it to, you know, and then make a little list of everything that I, what, what the results were. I actually send out, Hey guys, you pick this, this, and this, mm, and this, you know, so that the they team. know. And then, and then I draw the, the final product and then just the next morning they'd have the, the, the main character. And of course, you know, if somebody's really like, Whoa, what is that? You know, or, or you know, what did you do? Why did you make this decision? Of course we'd probably change it a little bit, but it never happened. Like it was always like, yeah, that looks cool. You know, that's really neat. And we just went through, I think I made like, we made like over a hundred characters, like, oh, wow. you know, it, new characters. And it, it just internally, our, our name for the project was project P or just PRT project record time. <laughs> So, which is bad. This yeah, is yeah. Not, this is again. So did you guys meet the four months and yeah, get everything we, done? We meet it and we killed it. It was, I would say that that's my favorite project that I have worked on. How was, how large was the team again? It was uh four, four production four people. people. So wow. it was, it was me, uh, an animator, um, uh, another guy. Like I did more of the, the art directing kind of vision of it. The, I had a co-lead, you know, I mean, in a small team, it's kind of weird to have co-leads, but he did all the, the kind of the time management, you know, making sure everything fit, you know, all that other stuff that I was like, it sounds like he was like more acting like a producer. Yeah. Years. Yeah. He was definitely a producer. I think he might've transitioned into producer after that, but yeah, mine was more like managing outsourcing, managing, you know, the setting the art style kind of 
all that stuff. The artsy side, he was more of the produce, production mm. side, but together, you know, we formed, and we had those two, we had a UI guy who also did, um, who was pretty awesome at like art. So he also would like make concepts. I think mm. we ended up making a decision like, all right, you'll do a bunch of the bad guys. I'll do a bunch of the good guys, you know, and then we'll, well, that way we'll split the work out. Mm. And that way there's kind Did of, you guys like, find differences in making sure you could stay consistent or yeah, did that cause any problems? There was definitely like a, you know, his style and my style were kind of like different, but that's also rather than, you know, we, we, we tried to meet in the middle. We, we, we discussed it and I kind of like, you know, I was like, I like the stuff of your your stuff. We should incorporate it in this. Mm. But because we were splitting it also, it was kind of, I, I think it was kind of smart. We're like, we'll split it down the middle. That way the bad guys all kind of have a look and the good guys all kind of have a look since, mm. you know, we're naturally like not fighting style. Now, of course, we kind of commingled a little bit, you know, but it, it in the Just end of the day, it worked, yeah, it worked out. It worked out great, you know. That's cool. That sounds like a, a fun way to, it was, to work. It was really fun. It felt very, it was really fast, and, and but it was, I don't know, it was really a lot of fun. There's just it, It's a project that's like everything's laid out, you just make art. Hmm. That's know, cool. So. so you went to Particle City next. Mm-hmm. Um, Glue Mobile, where was that located? Same. So... Um, Grip Tonight Games actually became Glue Mobile. It got it okay. got, uh, got acquired. acquired. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's it's actually the same studio with mostly the same. So so when Glue people. acquired you guys, yeah. they didn't try to change anything. They oh, were they just did. like, hey, yeah. just keep keep no, doing no, what you're they, doing. They no? did. They definitely did. They 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 we went from like doing consoles um, and I think some handhelds uh, into just all all mobile. So mm-hmm. all all okay. iPhone, all iPad. You know. Okay. Um, and uh, we we were uh, we were definitely like everything is different. Which some some were good because we went into Unity. We were previously using like proprietary um, uh, engines, mm-hmm. okay. but going into Unity was one of the, the for people ones. listening. What is a or watching? What is a proprietary engine? What do you mean by that? It's a, it's something that was built in house um, in the studio, and it's for the studio only. You know. Um, it, it it could be like a version of an existing engine like Unreal or something like that 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 might have been changed, but it's other people can't access it. Where Unity, there's a way of doing things that everybody can just you know roll into. It it's way better. Um, you tend to get uh, an engine also that is a little bit better stress test that way, like you know Unity Unreal, because a lot of people are using it, so they they tend to be like okay you get a lot of feedback for it so yeah you can find a lot of their issues yeah, on the forums yeah. or online yeah I mean, online. If, if you come into those same situations you can go ah oh, this yeah, is how they figured yeah. it out or yeah which is really good yeah, yeah it's, it's it was really cool you know i mean we still had our own tools also you know things like that but so particle city you were there for three years and four months um yeah. and you went from concept artists now you went back to senior artists like mm-hmm. what was what was the motivation behind there you know, did you get a lot of your concepting juices out in the last <laughs> position and you were like, hey, you know what, I want to go back to building juice. things? Because I think the senior artist, the senior artist is you going back and like doing more what modeling yeah. and stuff, right? No, I view I view more like the, the stuff that I do is, is like little toolkit tools that I kind of put in my kit, you know. Um, the senior, uh, the Particle City senior artist thing was uh, actually a friend of mine who was at Glue uh, 
actually maybe kryptonite when we changed over he mm-hmm. had left um and i had lost touch with him for a little bit but he had seen that uh i eventually got laid off like glue was kind of like laying pe- people off after a while but um i i stood fast for a while but got laid off eventually and he saw that i got laid off and he was also another lead one of the higher leads um you know, so we would all meet up. And so I, he was familiar with my work. He was familiar with my work ethic, you know. And so he called me up and said, hey, you want to you wanna do something? It's a very small, uh, it, it's not a startup, but it's kind of surpassed the startupness of it. So um, we were making a, a Titanfall game. Um, and Did so you get there at the ground level to at the beginning yes. of that game not, not where so you could have influence or was yes, it more like... Uh, it, it was kind of like starting up. Like um, they had already started doing uh, a lot of production stuff. Pre-pro. Pre-pro, okay. you know, um, and even production. But there were there's always a little bit where you can jump in and add your, your, your extra flair to it. Um, mine was they had uh, – we were doing a card game uh, similar to like a Hearthstone kind of thing where, uh, you know, you, you set cards on the, on the board and – where I, I was given the task to like make the cards, you know, and so and they had so your UI skills came into play. Of yes, like, exactly, and, like okay. U, UI stuff, and then some some effects stuff also, you know. Uh, this was actually the first my first kind of like taste of actually doing effects in you know professionally. Mm. Uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't you know. It was okay. It was basically just throwing particles uh, um, out and and just just kind of making things shine or, you know, sim- mm. very, very simple things, you know, stuff that's almost right out the box, you know. We were using Unity also. Nothing, like, as complex as what you're doing there. No, no, no okay. nothing like like, um, like the stuff I do now, yeah. which is there's a lot of, like, oh, man, we could do, you know, like, what if we did this, you know, try try some stuff. And, um, yeah, nothing as complex or as elegant. But, hmm. you know, it was it was definitely, like, kind of the first – Hey, this is this is kind of kind of cool, you know. Mm-hmm. I could I could do this. I've always, I think, an effects artist uh, is is also you know goes hand in hand with an animator. And I think I you know from my first part of the story where it's like, I've always kind of wanted to be an animator, but I think it just my path, you know, like just never went there. And I've always liked um, animating things, you know, doing seeing movement. Like a, I remember experimenting with Flash, like when you know, those, uh, Austin, uh, community college days mm-hmm. and also doing 3d models and 3d animations. And when it didn't really call for it, you know, just kind of like, you know, dabbling in that stuff, you know? So I, I think getting that taste of it kind of like re re sparked it and, mm-hmm. or, or sparked it up and said, okay, cool. There's something that's really gratifying, uh, making things move, you know, I'm sure you can, you can attest to that. Yeah. What are some of the, so what are some of the things that you did as a senior artist going back from all the other stuff that you've learned over uh-huh. the years, um, what made this, what made being a senior artist special at this time uh, on here? You don't have much listed. I know yeah. you told me before it might be a little yeah. out of date, which is fine, it, but what were some of your responsibilities as a senior artist here? Was it going back to when you first started where it was like you did environment stuff, you did UI stuff, you did yeah. character stuff. Was it just a gambit of things again? And, th- or? and this one was, yeah, it was like really just again, cause it was coming back from, from where we started where uh back in vicarious visions early days was like it felt very small and you had you wore a lot of hats 
and then it got big and you know still it was still wore a lot I've always worn a lot of hats actually but in this one it was back to like small and so you really like if you needed an effects effect stuff done you figured it out if you mm. needed like to you know how to you know do some you're just always figuring things out even down to like how to manage assets you know the, the more boring part but like it literally was just just throw me at it and and my my attitude at working here being a senior artist here was more like you should be able to throw anything at me and I may not know it but I'll figure it out right you know and that's that's kind of like what I would do it you know very jack of all trades doesn't sound very sexy or exciting you know but it's it's very like engaging and 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 interesting mentally because you and also brave you know your your bravery of being like all right i can handle anything and at at, and that in that studio i i really felt like i think i was at the peak of like just being like very confident in my skills and being like just throw whatever at me you know like Mm -hmm. um and feeling the confidence from my teammates also you know so we were just just go for it you know that's awesome yeah that's awesome all right well we are back at VizFX at mm-hmm. Blizzard. So, again, like you said, you oh, had to re- you rebooted things. I made again. it. You, <laughs> the dream job. You're in the end game now, right? <laughs> like if I, um, 10 years, 15 years <laughs> later, I finally made it. <laughs> but you went from senior artist to VizFX artist. Again, you switched it yeah. completely different. Like, um, what brought that change about? Were you still looking for something new, or were you just looking to experience oh, something that you haven't really focused on before as your full time gig, or what? Well, I mean, if wee I'm wee. if I'm being completely honest, yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, Particle City um, just just went away. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, okay. uh, things weren't. Yeah, I I don't know the reasons, but sadly, we had to close down, um, and so. I found myself yet again, I was laid off at glue. Uh, and that was very like intentional. I wanted to know what it felt is a whole nother story. I wanted to know how it felt to be like laid off. Cause I hadn't been weird, weird thing to, to want to know. But anyways, but this time was a little bit different. I got laid off and I, my son was just born like, or he was about to be born. Right. You um, were pregnant. You, we were you, pregnant. You, yeah. Pregnant. Um, I, I remember, you know, getting the news and being like, oh no, very, very different story when you, you don't, when you do have a kid, it's kind of like, I need to find something, you know, and, and a little bit worried. And what do we do? Um, it, it ended up, you know, talk about silver linings. It ended up being like really good because I would have never had the time to just be with my wife, uh, see my son born, spend the time with him, uh, you know, just from, from, you know, this little tiny ball (laughs) to, to what he is, to where, you know, he was, but if, if I had a job, you know, so you can always look at like the, the positive, it was really good. Like the, the, sure it was scary. Yeah. There's no way to get those moments back. No, but you can't get those moments back. And what, there's nothing more important like in life than actually experiencing it and, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, enjoying it, um, being in the moment. So that was really good. But, you know, I ended up having to actually figure out I need to get a job, Mm. you know? And so, I did apply and I'll look around for all kinds of, you know, the stuff I'd done before lead, being a lead, being a manager, um, which is harder for me to, to like 
actually find a job being a, a lead or a manager because mm-hmm. you you really don't have the the the, the artwork to show for that mm-hmm. because you have to kind of explain it you know and the the places that I was a lead for you know either no longer existed or weren't very big so it's not like it's not like the flashy like oh he was lead at so and so right a lead at a huge company that worked on like multi million dollar exactly so yeah we we should we should check him out you know so it's kind of like we could find somebody who is that right um and so you know and then being a concept artist like i explained with a concept artist which is like um you there's a lot of people that are really really excellent at, at concept art and like I said I'm, I'm more like the communication side of like here's the ideas and here's a bunch and I have I have that stuff on on like my website or my portfolio stuff um, but it, it you know it's it's still not I wouldn't say just you just drop the mic and be like come hire me <laughs> you know it's not that kind of like mm. um, thing so I was at a point where I was like okay I can double down on my concept which is super saturated Everybody wants to be a concept artist because you know they're, it's it's really fun. Or I could double down and and make environments, or you know, which yet again, there's so many people doing that, and like a lot of places are outsourcing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was like, well, it, there's VFX was really fun. Like there's a couple of things, and I had a friend um, working at Blizzard. Who, who actually was like, hey, you know, he actually kind of was um, pushing me on. He's like, hey, have you ever thought about VFX? And it it's not that I didn't, I was like, no, or whatever. It was just kind of like so foreign to me mm-hmm. at the time. That was just like, you know. It was I, something that you really haven't like I, I dove even, into. Like, again, throughout yeah, the like didn't think about. Duration of your career. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't an Or you animator, just scratched the surface Or just it. touched it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, there there were definite times where I'm like, oh, I made I made a thing, you know. I think I made something for Over the Hedge or, you know, or, or B-movie way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing nothing like the what would be expected uh, at, you know, at like Blizzard or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know. So... It was it was kind of a tactical decision, you know, to to also be like, okay, effects um, is is in need at being also concept artist manager, concept art manager manager. I think they're always in need though. I think that was a U, good choice because it's hard to yeah, find. UI and and effects are like so so difficult to 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 find. I, yeah, I mean, to hire people for to it. hire people for it's just I just don't think it's something that's mainstream. You know, I mean, I think now it's a little bit more. It's it might be getting getting more traction, but you can't ever have enough UFX artists, I think, because they're just they they just add so much. Um, but but yeah, it was semi-tactical, and also like it, I had gotten a taste for it, and the thought of like being able to like make something in a it was can I do this? Mm-hmm. So of course, talked to the boss, my wife. You know, it's like, hey, I'm thinking of this. You know, I'm thinking of. What if I went down and I, I remember the conversation clearly. It was like, what if we went down and did, and I went down this route? What do you think? And she was, she's, she thought it through and was like, I think that's a good idea. That's you know, good. I that's think, important. yeah, I, I think you should do it. And I, and I was like, well, it's kind of putting all my eggs in one basket on something that, you know, it's, it's a gamble on, but it's a gamble on myself. And I know I'm going to work like crazy, you know, um, and so she's like, I know you will. And 
she, you know, you need somebody in your life to, to, to really support you that way. It's always good to have somebody in your corner. It sounds like she yeah. was really supportive of a, a, a shift change yeah. in your career. Yeah. Especially yeah. at this time when you're about to have a, you had a baby. Oh yeah. It's, and you know, there's a lot on both of you minds. I'm, I'm sure. Talk about being scary to like make the choice and, and switch, you know, yeah. and do this. And, you know, it, and it wasn't necessarily that I'm like, I'm doing this because blizzard needs, you know, it was more like, it's one of the things I could it's do. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity, but like I, my mental, my mental decision was to make, I am going to become an effects artist. Not I'm going to make effects to try and get an effects job. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be an effects artist, you know? And I think, yeah, that's where, where it all started. And just, and just talk about like really hard working. Like I would, I actually set a schedule for myself. I'd go and sit and do work as if I was going to work, mm. you know, at home. Um, and I just going to say, I remember, I remember, um, right before you had this, you were telling me like you were going to study up on visual effects yeah. before you did it. So when you look at the particle city it's from March, 2016, but you don't have the end date on there. So how, how much oh, time did you prepare for, um, applying for the blizzard job before your friend, even mentioned it to you because I think you still have to do the applying. I remember yeah. you telling me that you were about to redo your demo reel again. Yeah. To like, you need to learn. I you need to learn what you need to do before you go, so you're not learning it on the job. I don't think that was an opportunity at that time. Sixteen to eighteen. Yeah. Um. There was a good amount of time. I think like over it's half a, a year. It, oh, okay. it, like, I mean, a couple of solid months, like maybe like three, four months of not, not applying or anything but just gotcha. kind of like just working at home. i'm just gonna you know buckle down and then the opportunity actually arose where it was you know i had a, had a little bit of uh, traction there where i was like i could show some of some things you know and so um yeah it was it was a little bit uh like i said it was it was good too because of the kid you know, did kid. you have to do a test or anything for that role mm -hmm. or did you just yeah work on your reel or work on learning about visual effects and then just submitted a demo it, reel. It How was, that go? it was definitely, there was definitely a test and, um, uh, it was, uh, I was, but even before that, um, I was fortunate enough because of my friend again, that I was able to like pass stuff off to him and he would kind of like, critique it, it, it for you or something, right? Uh, did not he even critique it. It you? was, it was really good. He would give me pointers, critiques and like stuff that I would, you know, like at, only a good effects artist could could really give you, you mm. know. But what was nice was he kind of, um, rather than, you know, having that buddy-buddy deal kind of like thing, like put this guy through because he's my friend, mm -hmm. there was none of that. It was very much like, all right, here's the stuff that he says is, is, is what he likes. Of course, he, he gave me critique and stuff like that. But, like, here, what do you guys think, you know? And, in fact, like um, – it, yeah, it was very much just like, y I want to hear what you guys think about this because, you know, he knows that I'm, I would have to work with them anyways, you mm -hmm. know, the team, and, and they'd make the decision. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really like a, a a thing where, you know, it's the it's the, the friend deal. <laughs> you know, it was, it was friendly in that he gave me great advice and feedback, but it was really kind of like, you now I've given you my feedback, how do you take it? you still have to compete with everybody out there. So it, it's not like a free pass, you know? So hmm. yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. And there, you know, there, I, I think I sent them a lot of samples 
and then uh, there was an a- the actual test. Um, and the way he presented the test, or the way the test was presented was, they didn't say who they, the, the effects are. Effects they just kind of show the work so people don't they, bias or yeah, yeah, look they, up your name or something like that. They, they, they don't, then they can't, you know, because it's such, it's a private test. So it's right. like nobody really could see. They, they just really went on merit. <laughs> they went on they went I'm on like, how well the work sorry, was yes. no problem <clears throat> they went on how well the work was yeah. and then it was like yeah. oh we like it or not or we want to talk to the guy or not or girl yeah. or whoever and then and then at the end it's kind of one of those like you know which which is the expensive steak and which is not the expensive mm-hmm. steak and then right, like this right. is the, you know taste this and then, oh here you go so it was kind of like that you know so after they said we like this one we like this one we like this one <laughs> that's pretty cool so uh, what are some of the things that you could uh, tell to someone who wants to go into the visual effects uh, field? Like, um, what are some of the things that you do on the daily that could motivate them to want to <coughs> go into this this discipline? Oh man! Um, like, are there things that they should be like? Uh, you mentioned that you had uh, you do have a lot of traits that relay over to this, like with the mm-hmm. concept arting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the modeling and stuff like that, where it all seems like it kind of gels into doing visual effects or VFX mm-hmm. um, when it comes to like doing casting spells mm-hmm. and, and understanding uh, how that stuff works. What are some of the things that people should do or keep in mind if they want to go into visual effects? Because it's such a hard discipline to one get into two find out how the learning is i mean i've talked to people in that work with ui ux and they're like you know i learned most of my stuff just by just working in the industry because you know there's no real good schooling or classes you can take that can prepare you for that discipline yeah i think (coughs) hey get get some water man get 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 some water you're over here choking i can't have you choking (laughs) dying over here um are you good are you good? All right. You good? All right. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. All right. Also, no problem. Um, I think, you know, diving in first, if you're curious about it, get yourself like Unity. It's free. Or Unreal. It's free. And they all have really good uh, effects, you know, an effects engine built into it. Start, you know, messing around in there. Um, there's tons everything i learned uh initially was from looking at uh youtube and then following it or trying to copy it or just 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 brute forcing it now if you do try those out and you 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 know you, you find like this is something really interesting and I really think this is cool because it's very addicting actually you 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 do some stuff and then you see things move, and you're like, <gasps> you get the instant gratification. Yeah, and you're like, like when you do anim- it's the same thing with animation. Yeah, yeah. You, you're like, you press play, and you're like, I made that. Yeah. I did that. And okay, what's the next one? Exactly, and yeah. it, and it's there. And then you know, and that the rabbit hole just goes deeper. Yeah. But if you you know, as far as making great effects, and and looking at and like really trying to hone your skill, you know, perfect your craft, you know, you gotta like, I would say. It depends on what you're making. If you're, I like, I personally am drawn to like World of Warcraft style of mm-hmm. of effects, which mm-hmm. is there's a, it's very painterly, um, heavy, 
you know, rather than like, you know, sparks that you can do in After Effects or something like that, which is cool and has its place. But like, I, I like painting. So doing your, you know, painting all the time, drawing all the time, uh, those are your basic kind of like things that you should do. But as far as effects specific, you know, always keep in mind, like, again, what are you trying to communicate? That's the, I think, the most important thing, you know, because you don't want like, you don't want something that looks like, oh, this is nice and it's it's beautiful and pretty and I, it looks like it's a healing thing and then I'm mm -hmm. still, ah, I'm, you know, I'm burning, you know, yeah, you don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. So that's your basic. And then there's like. Make sure you convey you exactly convey what your, you're your, doing. You're like, right. Yeah. If something needs to be healing, don't make it look too Don't violent. make it look mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, because, you and know, or, and, 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 and vice versa. Don't be like, oh, I'm healing you. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like, heal. <laughs> it's just That's wrong, funny. you know. You, yeah. you just, it, it just, it's just weird. I th I'm sure there's something you can do to make that look cool, but mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the most important thing. And then even more, like, uh, down low level is, like, think about your shape language. Think about, um, you know, if it's, your basic stuff is like if it's more friendly it's probably softer if it's more dangerous it's probably sharper you know if what the there's it goes really crazy you know but you think about these things they do help um what is the color of i think there was some this is not from myself but like i saw it somewhere i think when i was studying but mm -hmm. like what is the color of fast what is the color of or you know of things like that sleepy you know these are actually mm. conversations that you do have um that we do have a lot of times like okay what you know with the animations like so that's one shape language um colors is another one uh another one is um of course timing and animation hugely important you know like there was something again i have so much information that's mm -hmm. just jamming in my head but like you know, the speed of heartbeat and like how it, you know, you, you get that feeling. And a lot of times there's visuals that you also like, you might not catch with your, you, you see it with your eyes, but you don't read it or feel it. You mm. feel it, yeah. you know? So slipping those in there, there's a lot to, to kind of like um, get into. And it's yeah. really, really cool. Once you start, you start kind of like tasting that or, or feeling that, that you're actually doing that. It's, it's really like, Again, the rabbit hole goes deeper. So you're talking about feeling and emotion. Like, where do you pull a lot of your reference from? Mm. I, I'm pretty mm. sure Blizzard has a stockpile of things you can look at, like a plethora of things yeah. uh, for reference. But where do you pull your inspiration and reference from when you get ready to work on a new task or um, a new set mm. of effects for something? We have – so the, the most basic thing is, like, um, our game – has the World of Warcraft has spells, you know, like it has a whole like history of, of, of things. And we actually have, I think one of the books, I, 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 sh I can't remember it right now, but like uh, I think Chronicle One, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of the story of World of Warcraft or mm. Warcraft, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but in the front page is this image of the. Um, all the magics that exist in oh wow in as like Azura. a as like a snapshot or something it's, like it's a on chart. a page yeah it's like a really cool like like a periodic table of effects it's, pretty much it's like a it, it's like a a big like just picture with like the the six main parts of uh, main spells 
um, not spells, but just magics and the realms and different things and, and mm. how they, how they're opposite of each other. And mm. we have one of those in our room that's giant, you mm. know, and we actually have it under glass and we can draw on it and we, we sit around and talk about it and like, you know, and there's a lot of discussion about that. So, uh, that's, that's not really answering your question as far as where, uh, reference comes from, but it's definitely the start to like, look at if, if you're working on, you know, I don't know, uh, a mage spell you know you're working on frost or something you'd look at it and you'd see kind of like okay what's the history and why would they be casting it and like how would they you know frost is a little bit it's a little more physical rather than magical but mm. like you know and then you can kind of go into like thinking about who's casting it are they are you know how are they manipulating are they using magic to just pull up ice chunks and throw it or are they actually manifesting ice you know you start from the, thinking from the about air those and things. stuff like that yeah or? from the air are you freezing you know this is not a warcraft thing but like are you just freezing the the moisture in the air and how does that look and so then you start going into like things like um real life things for me uh and a good example is um there was one in, where i was doing effect for uh some sound like just like this guy does an echo blade and he goes doo, 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 you know like it makes these like circles so you can just do you can do the regular sound rings sound waves or you can do something different but mm -hmm. you kind of like tie things in what is sound but um an object flying through a um, some kind of liquid, you know, air is a liquid. So you start thinking, oh, liquid, what, what, maybe a bullet in, in the water. So you start looking up gunshots underneath in underwater, you know, and you start seeing how it actually like works and you're like, oh, how can I translate that? And you just kind of like, you know, you, you go into those things, you can take real world stuff or you can look at other people. Sometimes you just, you just look at other people's portfolios. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you ever go and experiment and do stuff on your own all and then the record it and go, ah, oh, I didn't all, even see that with my naked all eye. All I have to time. record it. All the, I have to record it because I, I think I said, I don't know if I said that. Did I say that earlier? Where I took, um, I take dailies, right? I think I did in the start. I take dailies. My, <laughs> anyways, I take videos and, and of of uh, the stuff I worked on, and then I watch it the next day because your eyes get tired. Mm -hmm. You tend to kind of see the same thing over, and so that's why it's important to do it the first. You know, yeah, that's why the fresh eyes is so important. Like looking at something tomorrow. Like even when I go to work tomorrow, I'm gonna look at what I was working on, and. When I left off, I might have been like, oh, man, you know, I was working on this for so many hours that I was, it doesn't really feel that great. Let me stop. Because once you start noodling around, you're just like, it's going to get messed up. But fresh eyes, I go in tomorrow, much like what you're saying, mm -hmm. you go in the next day, look at what you're doing, and you'll get a different perspective on it. And you'll be like, huh, I don't need to do that much more work to this. Or this is a lot closer than I thought it was. Yeah. But because my eyes were so tired and I was so married to the idea. Yeah you know, I'm on the right track. Yeah. Both those things happen all the time. Like, no, yeah. I don't need to do much more, more to this. This looks fine. Sometimes yeah. I'll do that. Cause I'll know like I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Let me just do this. It's ready to show to people. And then like, yeah, look yeah. at it again. But yeah, definitely fresh eyes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. I want to say thank you for coming out and telling your story. I think this was awesome. You know, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be very beneficial to a lot of people, mostly because You've had, you know, every couple of years, you've changed <laughs> your career. Yeah. You've still been in the industry, yeah. which is a blessing um, to still be able to, to stay in the industry on changing your careers. But it takes a lot of dedication and heart to 
recognize within that you need to change something because you're not getting joy from what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty awesome. I think a lot of people are going to benefit from seeing how a person is able to start off in one aspect of the development of um, pro of uh, games and and how they work and moving and navigating around trying to find that happiness and trying to find that joy to where when they do find it, they're like, oh, and you had no idea Mm -hmm. this is what you were going to be doing, you know, 13 years or well, well, you were working for over 13 years. So let's just say 10 years into it, Mm -hmm. you didn't know that you were going to still be doing this. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. Anytime. And, you know, (laughs) it's awesome, dude. Uh, I hoped everybody was able to learn something new and thanks later.